One, two, three, four. Just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day. Yeah, listen to some good old country records on the radio. Hell, yeah, what else can I say? Hey, welcome back to a regular episode of the Degenerate Podcast. I'm Ryan Shores. With me, as usual, is Robert Timothy on the soundboard. Woo-hoo! And Mr. Dave Callens. Hey. Yeah, so th- uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning into those previous episodes. Like I said, first normal episode in a while. We yeah. had some specialty ones there. I sincerely hope you enjoyed our uh, riff track episode of The Conjuring. And also my interview with uh, CKY's Darren Miller. Um, it was interesting that like everybody was super excited for the CKY interview, and Dave and I were like, "So what the fuck is a CKY? <laughs> <laughs> is that the lube? I don't. Is that a uh, is, that, is that a men's cologne? Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, you know what's uh, what was nerve wracking about that? Like I said on the previous episode, that guy is one of my musical heroes. What's what's cool about this job is I have an excuse to meet people like that. Yeah, you, I couldn't just call that guy up and be like. Hey, can I just come up and hang out with you for four hours and ask you about your entire career and just drive around with you for no reason? I mean, you could. Is that why I get blocked by so many people on social media? (laughs) But here's the thing. I hate meeting my heroes because there is such... A, um, a a chance for it to go south very quickly. Yeah. Now that was a great afternoon. That guy turned out to be super cool. We ended up hanging out. It was fun. But like I've known from doing stand up for so long that when you meet a fucking anyone that's important to you for any reason, like there's a, such a high chance they could be a dickhead yes. and oh, totally. ruin that body of work for you forever. Richard Dreyfus was rude to me and almost <laughs> ruined Jaws. By the way, I don't know if you felt this, but in my experience, they don't even have to be a dick. They can just be off in such a way where you're like, wow, this really isn't the person I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I met somebody at an event once who like is a pretty famous science educator and somebody who I really appreciate. And oh, I, like, I would have been all butterflies. <laughs> I know. And I was like, oh, sweet. I get to talk to this person, hang out with them in the green room for like, you know, a half hour. And I did. And like 20 minutes into the half hour, I was like, mm, I'm going to go get a drink. Like this person, like it wasn't that they were mean or rude. It was just like this person who on. They used the word irregardless. Yeah. Bobby was like, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. I'm nauseous. No, they they did this thing where like it, they were Debbie Downer. You know what I mean? Where like where you're like, man, what a great show! And they're like, everybody in the audience looks like they're bored. And you're like, yeah. oh, well, this is actually really good. There's like 450 well, people it is here. A, it is a science. Huh? Yeah, and they're all cheering and having fun. And then she's like, I bet a cat's dying right now. And I was like, what? Can't we enjoy that? It was like one of those things where you're just like, wow, I was so excited about meeting you, and now I literally just need to be away from you. That's fine. And you know, uh, on the, on the flip side of that is uh, people. Some people believe that their chance encounter with their celebrity is like their. Big Big chance to make that person their friend. friend. Yeah, yes. you ever made that yeah. guy like, like, oh, I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna say something so funny and interesting. They're gonna be like, you're cool. Let's hang out. Yeah. You know what I blame this on? Adam Sandler's movie Funny People, because in that movie, oh, Seth Rogen plays just like a regular open micer who happens to stumble across this like famous comedian, and he just goes, oh, you're cool. Come with me. Yeah. Be my friend. You'll be my guy. I swear to God, after that movie came out, every single open micer is just looking like, who's famous here? Yes. Who's gonna spot me and? Take me with that. See also Pete Holmes crashing. Yes, <laughs> I, I, you know, I've seen that. Like uh, often when I've featured for big names, I uh, get to set up uh, uh, my merch next to their merch at the merch table at yeah. the end. And you know, there's a big line to meet them. There's fucking one person who comes <laughs> to me out of pity. But um, you know, I, I I see every person that comes up to to this celebrity person and like has this preloaded thing they're gonna say. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I can almost I almost want to lean over. I'm like, I know what you're doing. You think he's gonna be like, oh man, hilarious. Let's go out to dinner. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, 
I'll start calling you when I'm nervous. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, but the thing with uh, meeting your heroes and their dicks sometimes, like, that's my goal. I want to get famous enough that fans say to meet like, you. have you ever met Counts? He's a dick. <laughs> People oh, say that now. Like you don't have to wait till you're famous. <laughs> yeah, but I want them to be disappointed. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're all disappointed. <laughs> you know, speaking of which, uh, uh, it's Halloween right now, so a lot of horror cons are going on right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, like, uh, so it, uh, as you can imagine, I have a lot of friends on my Facebook that are into that sort of thing. And so around Halloween, my, my timeline just gets flooded of people that are uh, uh, taking pictures with people that were in one movie 30 years ago yeah. at their little table. <laughs> and the person's just looking tired and yeah. miserable <laughs> and sad and they're always like thumbs up like super happy to meet the guy as they should be but like I for me that's the opposite of what I want in a picture you know <laughs> I mean sure if I go out to a bar and, uh, and I see I don't know Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains and I buy him a drink and, and, and ask him a few questions and he agrees to take a selfie with me that's a picture you know that's a picture right, right. But with, like just paying to lean over a folding table to yeah. a guy who's frowning in front yeah. of his own merch like that's not a, like that, that doesn't like arouse a memory a, a, a no. good treasured memory. That's like going to the zoo. Yeah, you're yeah. just looking at all these things on display. Like, yeah, it's just the opposite of what I want in a yeah. picture. And it, like, I, if that's your thing, that's great. I don't want to disparage people. They're like, hey, I met the guy that played Jesse in fucking uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two. Uh, or you know, if that's your thing, fine. Like, get your merch signed. Yeah. What picture? It's almost just like kind of sad. You know, yeah. in a way, horror movies, maybe not the big budget one, but the the bit vast majority or bulk of horror movies is kind of like MMA in the 90s in that it is a weird genre of the thing you do, i.e. sports for MMA or movies for for horror movies where no matter what you've done in terms of that genre, you're probably still a plumber when you're done, right? Like, <laughs> like if you were in big budget rom-coms in the 90s, you're not going back to work at McDonald's, but you wouldn't be that surprised if you saw the guy from like Horror Camp 14 working at a Starbucks four months after the movie came out. Well, that's the thing is uh, these horror cons are how they make their money. So yeah. like they have to do oh, yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. They have to do every single one of them. It's the same thing. You're like, what happened to Tank Abbott? And you're like, I think he's working at Denny's. <laughs> oh, speaking of that he's crossover. He's the bouncer at Denny's. <laughs> I just found out there's a horror movie that came out recently uh, starring CM Punk. Oh, yeah. I saw, just I a saw mix the ad horror for that. MMA. Yeah. Walk, don't run. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the nice thing about that movie is? Uh, it ends up when Mickey Gall comes and defeats him. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I got a funny story for you. Ryan's already heard half Doubtful. this story. So I got to clear a bunch of brush on my property. And in order to do so, like the stuff that they make at Home Depot just like doesn't cut it. So I had to build my own, like my own brush clearing device. And in doing so, I was I'm picturing like, the giant spider machine from Wild Wild <laughs> West. And Bobby's up at the controls like, ah! It's a lot like that. <laughs> but less shitty. Um, he's got a top hat and goggles. <laughs> he's a bunch of steampunk well, followers. Well, he wears that when he's at the property all the time. Yeah, that's so. right. So I was out clearing, clearing I was going to clear all this brush, and I built this thing, and I just needed this one bolt to finish it off. And I was so confident. I was like, all right, I put everything together, put it in the car. I was like, I'm going to stop off at Home Depot on the way out to the property, grab this one bolt, it'll be good. Stop off at Home Depot. Hey, I need this left-handed bolt. They're like, sorry, we don't carry left-handed. You got to get out of here. I went to one more. Uh, I, went to I would a, like to think they actually told me to get out. Yeah, get like, the fuck out. Get the fuck out of our store. So I went to the nearest one, which is right next to Home Depot. It's like a little hardware store, more specialized. More specialized. And I was like, hey, do you have this bolt? And they're like, no, we don't carry those. But you know what? There is a bolt distributor in San Diego, a 
it is so weird to me when how a such a specialized yeah. establishment yes. is able to exist. Yes. Yeah. Brick and mortar in these days? Yes. Yeah. So I go out. Hey, I'm like, for situations like <laughs> this. Exactly. Yeah. And so I go, like, okay. there's a light bulb store <laughs> next to my house. Yes. <laughs> yes. light bulbs. Yes. Uh, and so I, I was like, all right, sweet. It's even on my way. I'll go out there. So I went out there, waited in line. Anybody who knows one of these specialty places like Ryan's talking about, you wait 25 minutes in line just to talk to the cash register because they're busy talking to people about bolts. They have right, a bolt right. conversation going <laughs> They got on. bolt enthusiasts yeah, that come from all over. <laughs> guy. And they lean over and take a picture for their yeah. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> this is, <laughs> I'm not even buying bolts. I'm just bolt talking right now. <laughs> so after the guy was done with the bolt combo, I went up and I was like, I need this. I, again, imagine this. I'm standing in a warehouse filled with bolts. And I walk up and I show up. I was like, I need this left-handed bolt. And they look at us. Sorry, we don't have it. What? Uh, what? Whoa! Ah! Can you rewind for a second? You're in a bolt store and they don't have a. Is there? There is a bolt they don't have. I look around. That's insane. It was the craziest thing. And so I looked around. I was like, "Are you sure? Because there's a fuckload of bolts here." And they're like, "No, we don't have it." Now I I just have to stop you real quick and ask, why didn't you build your machine with a regular fucking bolt? Because it, of this it's the, because of the way the physics work. If you don't have a left-handed he doesn't want bolt, somebody things, to be able to take his machine apart when he's not there. The, thi- the, the fucking blade would fly off at five thousand miles an hour if it didn't have the right kind yeah, of bolt. It's called a projectile weapon. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> exactly. And so they're like, no, we don't. But you know what? You should go to the other bolt warehouse. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> not, it, the b- big bolt is so yeah. extreme, they're able to support two specialty you stores. You thought we were a military town? We are a bolt, bolt town. Bolt and bolt-related accessories. And so that I'm all like, started because of the charges, by the way. Like, hey, you know what? Let's set up shop here. <laughs> That's how they got their name. <laughs> so I was like, all right, sweet. Uh, I'll go to this next one. I went to a second Bolt specialty warehouse. Again, 10, 15 minute wait in line. Walk up to the front. I need this left-handed bolt. Sorry, we don't have that. And this time I was so flustered having gone to all these places. I wanted the guy to be sorry when I have a try ace hardware. <laughs> People were in there taking uh, pictures with Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, he's like, he looks at me right in the face and he goes, uh, sorry, we don't have that. And I just looked around at this warehouse full of bolts and looked right back at him and went, well, you should. <laughs> there is no excuse for you to not have these bolts. And he's like, well, you know what? These are really used a lot in lawnmower applications. You go to a lawnmower store. Went to there's three- a lawnmower store? Oh, there's a lot more lawnmower stores than there are bolt supply warehouses. So I went to a few lawnmower stores. They all didn't have it. Finally, I went to one that was like a guy like me who's kind of Have like- you gone to the br- uh, brush cleaning uh, uh, machine building <laughs> yeah, supplies right. emporium? Yeah. Have you gone to the, the crazy fabricate your own equipment place? Uh, you have a place where you can just mill a bolt. Yeah. Just take it in a piece of metal and it'll turn it into a bolt for you. That's Berry Farm. They have a whole section. <laughs> and so I was like, all right. I finally went. To, I finally got to one of this these lawnmower shops where I was like, here's the problem. I need this bolt. And they're like, oh, that's pretty hard to find. Have you tried the bolt warehouse? And I was like, don't even fucking talk to me. I was like, the bolt warehouses wouldn't help me. Uh, the, the hardware stores wouldn't help me. The big lawnmower stores wouldn't help me. <laughs> I went me. to bolts, 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 bolts. <laughs> I tried the entire bolts district. <laughs> bolts are us were no help. And she, and then it was, a, it was actually a female. And she, she like, she's like, I've been working here for 30 years. There is no way I'm letting you leave this place without finding like the solution to this problem. And she went all out. She started pulling out all these bins of old stuff. It was one of those things where she just sat with me for like 40 minutes, like looking through all this stuff, trying a whole bunch of different shit. Didn't quite Turns find. Turns out she didn't work there. Yeah. She's a very lonely woman. <laughs> didn't quite find what I need, but found enough stuff to like 
like found like eight or nine things that I could weld together and then cut with a torch to make what I needed to work. Okay. And uh, finally, like handed You're over. You're like the shittiest MacGyver. Yeah, exactly. That's, I'm going to use that as my catch line. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, sweet. I got all this shit. I'm going to go home now. And then she goes, yeah, it'll be. And she also looks and she's like, I don't know. I don't know. What about maybe 10 bucks? And I was like, yeah, this is at least worth all the time you went. And I gave her a credit card. She goes, oh, we don't take credit cards. Like, <laughs> all right, I'll go find an ATM. <laughs> no, Bobby, Bobby walks out of the store with a sad Hulk walking away. <laughs> the place. No, get this. This is the part that I didn't tell Ryan that I think is super interesting. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go out to the ATM. She just slides it over and she goes, nah, just bring me bring me 10 bucks tomorrow. I looked at her and was like, wait, this is a small little shop. I could just walk out of here. She has no record of who I am. Yeah, like, but it's also 10 bucks. Who yeah, gives a shit? fine, fair enough. But I looked at her and I was like, that's really cool of you. You don't know me. Like, yeah. I'm just a random person who walked in here, and I'm not exactly buying a lot of stuff that would make you think I would be a valuable customer later on. Like, that's pretty cool. And she's like, yeah. I've been- Do bull shops have valuable yeah. customers? <laughs> really? And she's like, yeah. good for 80 cents? No, no, no. She was a lawnmower repair shop. Oh, sorry. And she, and she was like. Still. And Step up. Yeah, and she was that, like. That, that's, that's a purchase you buy once every five, six years. <laughs> well, here's what she said that I would not have called. And this was the, what I thought was the most interesting part of the story. She goes, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've only had two people not come back. This is in the ghetto of El Cajon. Imagine a place where there is literally Bobby's like, like I'm number three, dude. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> reason charm, bitch. Imagine the ghettoest place in El Cajon. There's homeless people passed out on the street. There is a guy on the corner that I can see while talking to this woman, just screaming without a shirt on. Yeah, and those guys would be like, "Hey, I heard you get free bolts." Yeah, in there. exactly. That guy's screaming, "Where's my bolts? I lost my bolts." <laughs> I thought to myself, I was like, what a fucking great technique in a way, because not only am I coming back to pay you next time, but I'm also probably coming to you for everything else I need from now on because yeah. you're like an ethical person. Oh, oh, this whole thing's just a giant plug, isn't it? You're about yeah, to do right. a commercial. Yeah, this is a live read. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, have you ever had that happen where all of a sudden it's somebody is actually like trusting you to do something right? And whereas you probably would have done the right thing before, you're now like, Oh shit, that's actually a weird thing that now I feel like I have to do because this person has that I've never met before has trusted me with no absolute reason to do so and now you have to validate that. Oh, yeah. well, all the time. Well, they that, put all the time and help yeah, to be fine. Yeah. So yeah, of course you're going to feel obligated. Uh, every single time. If that's ever happened, like I'm the guy where if, like, if I'm paying in cash and I don't want to break a bill, I'm like, you know what? Let me get the 35 cents out of the ashtray in my car. And they go, don't worry about it. I'm like, no. Now I have to. <laughs> now I absolutely have yeah, to come back yeah. with that 35 cents. Well, I've been on the other side, too. Like, you know, bartending, whatever. I'd be like, yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, no, okay. And they come yeah, back yeah. and pay. It's fine. But interesting thing happened to me at Fry's Electronics, which huh. made me think about when you were having a hard time finding the bolt. Yeah. She was helping you. So a buddy and I were looking for a cord for his GoPro. Mm. And we went in. It was an older model, so it was hard mm. to find. We checked the GoPro section. Didn't have it. And they're like, oh, try back in that corner. It was a bunch of cords and shit. Like, that's that department. Yeah. Walk over there. Talk to the girl at that counter in Fry's. She's like, oh, no, we don't, we don't have that. And we're like, okay, well, they told us it was hard to find. She's like, oh, wait, it might be right here. And she points to a shopping cart full of just random shit next to the cash register as if we were just supposed to be like, oh, of course that's where <laughs> yeah, it's going right? to be. Oh, there's a little treasure In trove this here. grab bag box of random <laughs> shit that doesn't even go together. Why didn't I think of yeah. that? <laughs> so interesting thing happened to Ryan this past week. Bobby, did you see this on Facebook? I saw the tail yeah. end of it. By the way, before we get into this, 
are you like catnip for crazy people? Like, I feel like every crazy person I know, they're like, oh, I know you through Ryan. Like, how is it? How is it that this guy who, according to their Facebook account, just got out of a mental institution is posting on my Facebook? Oh, friends with Ryan. Oh, okay. Why Why is there somebody running down the street with a machete covered in blood who's around? Oh, it's Ryan's friend. Oh, is it a Fist Logo t-shirt? <laughs> what have you done to attract these people? I don't know, but whatever it is. Well, please don't stop. Whatever there's, it is. There's, there's something about me. When I go into a uh, step into a bar just to to um, have a beer and wait for somebody to get out of work or whatever it is, something about me tells the drunkest, craziest person in there that guy wants to hear my life story. Yeah, that's just been a lifelong problem for me, and it's not going away. But it's not seems. just that guy wants to hear my life story. It's like, hey, that guy looks like he'd be interested in my idea to go to the stars using beans. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, the Facebook thing was even better because. Ryan just posted the most innocuous joke. Yeah. Maybe to you. To me, it was a personal assault. And this guy came in as like a fan slash harshest critic. It slash was... heavy drug user. Yeah. Well, that was revealed later on. Yeah. So I, I posted, I'll read it verbatim. And this wasn't even a joke, by the way. This just, just something happened to me at Smart and Final, and uh, this was this was not meant to be material that I that I was just planning to take to the stage. I just said, "Have you ever seen a cashier enforce the ten items or less rule? Is it why is it even there? Why do I always have to be the line vigilante?" Which is actually a good point, you know. Right. I've never seen it enforced. Yeah. You got twelve? Fine, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah. You're coming in with forty-five and just trying to sneak by. No, we need vigilante justice. Right. And I'm but always it's, waiting. It's totally related. Like everyone has seen that. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck? Yes, and it's always the person who, when you bring it up, goes like, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, it's yes. fine. I do this all the time. It's like, wait, if we caught you stealing something yes. and your response was, I do this all the time, you'd just get more time in jail. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm there with a six pack of beer and a thing of ice cream. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, I just posted that. And again, this is not my material. I'm not Seinfeld in in '91. Like, what's yeah. the deal with the ten hundred less? That's more Don Knotts. Uh, so this guy, uh, who I I don't recognize, I don't know. Like he said, he came off as both a fan and and like I just said, like a venomous hater. Yes. Yeah, he just went off. I didn't even respond to this guy. He went off like, "This is bullshit. This is a weak fucking joke. Fuck this guy. Fuck you." Like he just starts going off to the point where I I wasn't even gonna come back. I'm just, I just said. Are you drunk? <laughs> Meanwhile, he scre- he like goes on Facetime, and you see that he's actually in the ten items or less. <laughs> Too much stuff. Like what? What could? Is that so much a part of his personality that when he sees that, it's an affront to who he is? Is this his like version of identity politics, where he's like, I identify as a person who cheats the express line at the grocery store. Well, here's how it started. I came into it. The post was one hour old. Over 100 comments. So immediately I'm like, oh, something's happening here. (laughs) So I go back. Third comment on the post is this guy. And this is how he started. This is how the whole thing began. So Ryan posted, has this ever been enforced? Why is it here? Yes. In the Midwest, get another joke. Which, okay. Okay. Shitty comment. I don't care. Then right behind that, he posts again. Okay, I'm waiting for a joke God to come down and bring your dead ass up. Dead ass joker God, take this away. Okay, so he's decided. I'm not sure what that comment means. I think I think he feels smoked a light bulb full of crystallized methamphetamine, (laughs) and now I'm on Facebook. I think he's coming at it like 
he walked into a movie and the movie's bad and now he's walking to the manager and demanding a refund only the movie was free <laughs> it wasn't presented as a movie <laughs> it has, it's as if he walked by a billboard and was like I don't like that ad and he calls up Clear Channel and he's like I got some business with you <laughs> so this is where it starts to get a little frightening for me because I, I'm used to trolls I don't care sure uh, I, I just said to him like hey man I don't know you get some help and I unfriended him mm-hmm. uh, and, then, and then I fucking put my phone down and watched a show with Aaron and went to sleep. Uh, I woke up to this, which was which uh, was both in the comments and he inboxed it to me. Ryan Shores, that's it? Because we don't know one another? I know you because, damn, you're you. And you don't know me because I'm just some guy. Well, damn, dog, but that's life. Your jokes suck. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> Yes. Now, that is where it starts to creep into Stan territory. Yeah. Like the famed Eminem song. It seems that uh, he had some attachment to me that I wasn't aware of. But, but I would comment that A, he's in Missouri, and B, he looks like I don't he know might if he's be, in Missouri or not. He might be on the do not fly list. That's what I'm going to say. I, I took a look, I just took a peek at this guy's profile. And it, 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 like, he's got, it looks like he has knife scars on his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, not the cool Joker ones. Like, like he, he got on the wrong side of someone's blade. Yeah, or uh, either that or given, again, other elements of his posts, he was just really bad at doing straight edge shaving. <laughs> Or or he had built himself a brush clearing machine, used the wrong bolts. <laughs> That's why you use left-handed <laughs> bolts. But again, just to reiterate how normal this started. Yeah. After he posted those couple things I read, here's the next post. When he said, I'm waiting for the joke guy to come down, Ryan said, Are you drunk? To which he replies, Not yet. Are you dumb? And then he commented again, You make no sense, bro. <laughs> then he commented again, anymore. Then he commented again, sorry. <laughs> then he commented again, I should be, or should I? And from there, it was just all it gets weirder from further there. downhill. Yeah. So that, the, which is what, what the point where I went like, Hey man, I think you need help. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's yeah. And like you said, I'm beginning to tra- attract more and more crazy mm-hmm. as my career goes on. Yeah. And so that's starting to get very frightening. Is this guy going to bring a gun and a <laughs> copy of uh, Catcher in the Ride to my next show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. We it, had a lot of fun with that. Ryan's friends, we all had a good time with that. Yeah. Uh, at, at one point, somebody, uh, someone was chastising him saying, hey, man, you came into Ryan's thread and heckled him, something, something. And I was, I saw that. I'm like, oh, no, no. Do not disparage heckling by comparing it to this. <laughs> this is just insane batshit ranting. <laughs> so I'm at that weird spot in my career where where uh, I, I'm now beginning to attract very unhinged fans, <laughs> but I'm not famous enough to, uh, to uh, afford any security. Right, so yeah. I'm in a very vulnerable state. <laughs> That's a that great middle ground right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of an obsessed fan, Dave, I saw something interesting that you posted on Facebook this week. I had Damien post it, yeah. Yeah, so there was two guys who came into your club no, club wasn't open yet okay they were outside the doors gotcha. there was a few people standing and i looked one of the guys and me, oh my god damien was there inside yeah, yeah, with yeah. me damien the door guy i was like damien it's mac from sunny in philly yeah and he looks he's like the actor from always sunny in philadelphia yeah, rob McElhaney. yeah yeah you said hey it's them and you posted a picture well i 
Damien was like, that is not him. Like, dude, yeah. that's him. Get a picture with me. So I stood by the window. So he yeah, was behind yeah. me. And Damien posted a picture. He's like, look, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to post this online. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And so I posted like, hey, Dave thinks this idiot is Rob McElhenney. Yeah, yeah. Well, so anyway. Turns I, out I was a guy in the witness protection program. <laughs> but now he's, he's dead. dead now. <laughs> yeah. I saw it. And it didn't look like the guy. Like, it had general features. It didn't look like it. But as I pointed out to Damien, who was like, Dave's being a fucking idiot. Damien actually texted me this separately. And was like, <laughs> Dave's being a fucking idiot. And I went, my comment was, well, I can't judge it from this picture. This picture is taken through a piece of glass, and it could very well, like, because of the way you can see the picture, it could have distorted his face. And so, like... And honestly, it, the picture wasn't quite... Yes. As, and so I gave yeah. Dave the benefit of the doubt. And I was like, listen, we are not able to make this call. You should have gotten a picture of them, not with the glass in between, because there's a glare Bobby's science background doing some good. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that, <laughs> it doesn't look like him, but it looks close enough that I can't make that judgment from the glass. Fast forward to that, like the next day, my wife, my son, and I are walking through Alboa Park, and those two exact guys <laughs> pass us. My wife and I had been talking about this 10 minutes beforehand. I go, babe, 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 look. And they walk right by us, and it's not even close. <laughs> like, it's, he might be part Asian, actually. Like, it's not even the same race. Like, it, is, it was actually Danny DeVito. It wasn't yeah. Rob. <laughs> it wasn't even close. And we passed them, and I was like, oh my, what are the chances Dave posts this? And less than 24 hours later, we're walking around in a city with 6 million people and run into these two guys. And as they go by, at some point, we're like, I don't know, 100 yards behind them because we're walking the opposite direction. I was like, I need to go get a selfie with these guys. <laughs> and how do you? And then my, so you were the unhinged fan, right, 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 exactly. And then I was, and then I talked to her. You want to go to the Bolt store with me? As I as I turn around to sprint after these two random guys I've ever known and run up to, behind them yelling, "Hey, hey, hey I need a picture!" My wife taps me on the shoulder. And she goes, "How are you going to explain this to me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's wow. your what's your intro going to be? Hey, random guys, will you take a selfie with me?" No. <laughs> just tell the story. <laughs> just tell him. Just show him the picture of Dave's Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, a comedy club that you have no affiliation with is trashing you online right now. <laughs> yeah, so instead I was like, I was like, turned back and right after him. I was like, yeah, let's just let's just leave sleeping dogs lie on this That's one. That's why you get ahead of them and then take pretend you're taking a selfie yourself and get them in the background. <laughs> That's making a game to, amongst all comedians in San Diego to find these guys and get a selfie. Real, real weird scavenger hunt going on here. Oh, good times. So um, Thanksgiving's coming up, and um, my uh, by the way, underappreciated holiday. Everybody oh, talks about Christmas, and and you love Halloween. I know. Yep. Thanksgiving underappreciated. One of my and, favorites. And here's why: nobody's trying to force shit on you, right? Yeah. I don't, there's not a religious group that's sitting out here like you should be talking about Jesus, not Santa Claus. It's not about this. Like nobody's forcing shit on you. I don't need to dress up. Nobody's ringing my doorbell. I like Halloween, but there is some X aspect of like my holiday. I want to sit alone, you know. Like you should be talking about those the, the indigenous people that we had dinner with yes. and massacred before dessert was over. Yeah, but like nobody's showing up to your door. Nobody's forcing some religious bullshit on you. Your entire job is to sit around, do nothing, eat food, and have fun. Like that is a good holiday. Although, yeah. although to Ryan's point, I feel like the last couple of years it's been like quote unquote woke to like shit on Thanksgiving. Like people are like oh. You celebrate that? Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, I do. I'm allowed to drink a half a keg of beer and <laughs> right. fall asleep in the afternoon. Yeah. My wife wants to take her daughter up to Tahoe to see her cousin and has given me a free pass not to go. Ooh. Because the last time we visited this person for Thanksgiving, the three of us, 
this person was so incredibly rude to me that like it's it's very rare where a a spouse will give her husband like oh yeah my, that family member is really shitty to you I'm gonna give you a pass like yeah. every other girlfriend I've ever had has always been like yeah I know my dad doesn't like you but it's Christmas so you yeah. just oh, yeah. you bite your fucking cheek and you take it for four hours okay <laughs> then we'll leave but do not be rude back to him she was she was so unbelievably fucking shitty that she's like yeah. I don't blame you if you stay home. Here's what went down. I, I think I might have talked about this a really long time ago, maybe when it first happened. This is like five years ago. We went up there. First of all, it's an eight-hour drive to fucking Tahoe. Thereabouts. It can be. Yeah, it can. If you make stops. Yeah. So uh, anyways, we go up there, and she lives uh, in this mountain property. She has a big farm because she's her and her husband are trust fund people. Uh, okay? California or Nevada side? Huh? California or Nevada? California side. Okay. Uh, Objection. Irrelevant. Her, her husband's uh, father was like an anesthesiologist or something. No, it's actually quite relevant because that exact same ranch on the Nevada side is half as much. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> And so they're one of those people that uh, live off the grid but can afford to. They live off the grid in luxury. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. And she's one of these people that can afford to be everything organic, but Uh, also chastise you uh, for anything you do. Any any poor people activity that's not good for the environment, she will take you to task. By the way, she's Gwyneth Paltrowing you. Yes. By the way, Ryan, now now I'm thinking you should go back up there to tell her this because I'll load you up with all the science background you need. Organic farming is much more. Worse for the environment than traditional. Oh, you farming. know what? Can you come with me? Yes, absolutely. let's just go up there. Let's get just go a little, get the little earpiece. Like you'll be the guy in the bushes, yeah. like feeding him the lines. Yeah. Or, well, first of all, organic's just a buzzword. It doesn't mean shit, and it's 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 a total scam. But on top of that, you grow about half the crops per given acre with way more water. It's way worse for the environment. It's all just a status because the symbol. bugs eat the rest, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that and you don't you're not using the proper strains and everything. So like, it's just a status symbol that has a huge impact on the environment. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, I cannot wait. Yeah. This information back to home base. We get up there, and like I said, she's on a farm in the middle of nowhere. So uh, it, it, it's certain that when we arrive after driving a very long time, we haven't eaten in a while because there was nowhere to eat for right, a while. Right. And you know, it's it's a night. First of all, people, if you're listening, if someone drives uh, to, to, uh, to and is planning to stay at your home. Offer them something when you get there. Offer yeah. them a beverage. Offer them something to eat. Bit of cannabis. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking managed. Uh, I was kind of waiting for that to happen. I'm new to the family at this point. Uh, I don't know her. We've never met. So I'm waiting for, like, can I get you a glass of water or a beer or a snack? You know? Uh, that that never comes. Wow. And I've, like, the, the last chance to get food was, like, hours ago. Right. It's been hours since I've eaten. I've driven a long way. I'm like... So I finally have to do this thing, which I hate doing as a guest, because I I pride myself on being a, a good guest. I I finally had to be like, hey, uh, do, 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 is there anywhere to eat around here? That's how I broached it. Yeah. I knew the answer was no, but I didn't want to be like, give me food. So she's like, no, there's not. I'm like, do you have maybe something to eat? She's like, what do you want? That's how she fucking said it to me. What do you want? I'm like, I don't know, nourishment of some kind? <laughs> Something that has calories that can fund my fucking blood sugar? She's like, I have some old soup. Like, way to sell it. <laughs> way to fucking sell it. Is she saying this is the only food that exists in her house? <laughs> So anyway, Wait, you just go. What do you eat? Like, <laughs> can I have some of that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're on a farm. What do you grow? Yeah. So I, I I opt for the old soup, mm-hmm. that which had, the, no denomination was given to this soup. I could be anything, and I, and I would have eaten cream of mushroom at that time. And you know how I feel about it. <laughs> 
So uh, I'm given the old soup, which she did not heat up. She just gave it to me out of the fridge, ladled it into a bowl, and plopped it on the table. I'm like, <laughs> fine. So I lay. I, so I'm just spooning this congealed chicken soup into my mouth, trying not to gag. I'm like, all right, great. Uh, that'll at least get me to sleep, so I can make it to breakfast the next day. So we get up for the next day for breakfast. And uh, what she, about Aaron and them? Are they also eating this old soup? Like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all just taking it. So the very next day, uh, we get up, and, um, and and she is cooking breakfast. I'm like, oh, thank God. Now, she has chickens, okay? So the so yeah. I got to eat the freshest eggs I've ever had. By the way, I, the breakfast was two eggs. All right. Okay. Uh, For uh, everyone to share. <laughs> yeah. So I'm eating my, 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 my ration. Because at this point, I'm like, I'm going to need to find a place to eat. Uh, th- yeah. This keeps up. So as I'm eating my, my food, she goes, you know... Because I have chickens, a lot of people think that I can that, that they can just have free eggs from me all the time. And she's locking eyes with she me. She sets down a bill. <laughs> she's like, wait, wait, wait. Is she getting at the idea that she wants you to pay for these two eggs? No, but 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 she is making it clear I'm not welcome as as welcome to them as you would think. <laughs> <laughs> I would also assume that yes, you can get free eggs. You know why? Because they're fucking free, you crazy rich bitch. <laughs> she had this whole explanation like, you know, it's actually really hard to get eggs from chickens. It's not. We have to do other And, you know, it's the not. feed costs money. No, you, know? you just throw them scraps. They're fine. And so, you know, she had Literally. this whole thing just making me feel like I like, was super unwelcome in this house, which she had fucking invited me to. I didn't want to drive eight hours to Tahoe. I would have loved to drive one hour to Orange County and seen my cousin. So, anyways, my question. So, anyways, long story. Sh- and by the way, uh, next thing was she saw me coming out of my room with uh, a towel, headed to the bathroom. She's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going to take a shower." She's like, "Did you ask to take a shower?" And I, oh. I, I, I said, "Did I need to?" She goes, "Yes, we have a sustainable farm up here, and we have water rationing, and and wasting water is not good for the." And she had this whole long diatribe. I'm only allowed to shower every other day. Wait, 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 wait. They have a farm. Yeah. You know how much water it takes to have a fucking farm? Yeah. They have a well. Yeah, like you, well, you don't have a farm if you don't have a well. well that's free water. It was a septic issue. She says, well, we have a septic tank up here. We don't have plumbing. Okay. So you could overflow my, my septic tank. No, you can't. I mean, you could if you haven't cleaned it out in 10 years. But if your septic tank is being used and maintained regularly, no, that's the point. It's a septic tank. It's supposed to function like everything else. So anyways, I was uh, not allowed to shower. <laughs> and so by the, fucking, by the end of the turkey meal, I was like, can we get the fuck out of here? I really, really want to send Bobby in your place. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. Me, too. Oh, this would be great. We know enough people that do makeup. We oh. could, you know, get him to she look enough she, like you. Do you think you. somebody who has put that much hatred into Ryan actually thinks oh, about what he yeah. looks like? She, she knows exactly no, what he looks would, like. She yeah. Would, no, we'll just, so so here's, here's what I ended up doing for the last night. All right. This is how, this is how unwelcome I felt in this house. We took a walk around the property, and I noticed that on their uh, property, they have this little tiny cabin out there. I looked in. It's like one room smaller than the studio mm-hmm. uh, with a little stove fireplace yeah. and this ladder going up top to a loft. Yep. You know, And I said, uh, what's in that little cabin out there? She goes, uh, uh, yeah, that's just a little camping cabin. And I'm like, I'm like can I stay there tonight? She's, I'm like, I think it would be fun. She's like, you don't want to do that. There's no heat. You, there's a little thing. There's like you'll freeze out there. It's snowing. I'm, I'm like, I want to stay in the cabin. I literally 
Me and Aaron went out and stayed in this tiny little wow. cabin. Cut no to the next so- morning. Ryan is that scene at the end of The Shining where he's like yeah. frozen in the snow, yeah. just smiling. <laughs> yeah. I, because you know what? Worth it. <laughs> literally, Aaron and I were, were swigging from this bottle of Sailor Jerry to keep warm. <laughs> and that's artificial heat. You don't yes. actually hate yourself. Cool yourself down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, like we were swigging from the rum bottle, feeding logs in this little stove fireplace because it was preferable wow. to how we were being made to feel in there. So my question to you guys, what is the most unwelcome you someone's made you to feel in their home? Well, so I've got two examples. One would be when I was younger, and this one is easy because it's a it's hands down easy takes the cake. Comedian Damian Mercado's mom. Damian, I grew up with Damian Mercado. Mm-hmm. His mom is probably the least welcoming human being on earth. In that, this is what I love because this is this is a great thing about how generations are very different. She would beat us. Like she, <laughs> she, she didn't care that we weren't her kids. She would definitely yeah. hit us. And she, her, her like trademark move was throwing her shoes at your balls. Like that was her <laughs> trademark move. If you would Mercado say, Mexican, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. throwing if, shoes would check out. If you did not, if you if you said something she didn't like, like I would always goad her a little bit. I would make homophobic comments insinuating that Damien and I were gay, and ah. she was super Catholic, so she would just chuck shoes at my face or balls or whatever she could find at the time. He's like. Jokes on you. I'm into that kind of porn. (laughs) (laughs) And she would do it. And the worst thing is when you're a kid, and we were kids, we're like 12 or 13, and your friend's mom is reaming them out and you're just sitting right next to him on the couch. Oh, yeah. Because there's not that much of a difference, right? Like, if she's screaming at this guy and your face is six inches away from him, she's pretty much screaming at you, too. Yeah. yeah. And then it's still just, it's actually more awkward because you haven't dealt with this person nearly as much. And so this is a really foreign area. And she would flip out and scream and yell and throw these big things. And then keep in mind, you're 12 years old. You then have to get in a car with this person and get driven home. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's, it is the most awkward car ride. It is sure. most everything. We, uh, at one point, I think she kicked us out of the house, and we were, like, 13, and it was 9 o'clock at night in the ghetto. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was a lot of those type of things. But as an adult, or at least a semi-adult, the worst one happened in college. I was, uh, I was in the Bay Area, and we are going to go up and visit some friends at Davis in Sacramento. Not that long, hour-something drive or something. Head on up there and go stay with a friend. Now... This was a this was technically a friend of a friend, but this friend of a friend had met me when they were down at my place. They stayed in my room when they were down there because I had an extra room for them. And so they had said, you know, hey, when you come back up, come on and stay at my place and bring your friend with him. Now, they needed me to come because I was the one with the car and their friend couldn't get to Davis without the car. So I was like, yeah, cool. Let's go. Let's go party in Davis for a while. Yeah. Go. The first thing we do, keep in mind, we're invited. He's invited me to come. And I've already had him sleep at my house. I pull into his driveway, uh, basically just to unload our gear. The my wheels barely touch the beginning of his driveway before he comes out screaming, "Don't park in the fucking driveway! You move to the street!" He's yelling. There's no hi. There's no hey, guys. You know this isn't a good spot. Who is this guy again? He is a friend of a friend, right? (laughs) Yeah. And so like he's yelling. I'm like, whoa, whoa, okay, all right. We you know go and then we just unload our bags and stuff. And as I'm bringing my bag in, he goes, "That bag is too big." I'm sorry, is this an airplane <laughs> yes. or a boat? This is this is not a wheelie bag. This is a backpack. Decent, maybe okay sized, but it's a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, well, I mean, a lot of this is beer that we brought for all of us. It's kind of like a uh, thank you for letting well, us stay. Well, it's not going to fit in the crawl space that he's going to have you stay No, in, no, so. no, no, no. Get this line. I go, a lot of this is beer. Like, the rest of it's like clothes and stuff, but like a lot of it's beer. And he goes, put your bag back, but bring the beer. 
Ah! <laughs> Already off to a horrible start. So I go, well, fuck it. It's this guy's house. I don't. I, I you know, I want to be a good guest. How, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my yeah, head how do you around. Justify a bag. Yeah, yeah. And it, how does this put you out? And keep in mind, when he was over at my place, nicest guy in the world, super cool. When we were talking on the phone and arranging this whole thing, nicest guy in the world. And I kind of look at my buddy as I'm doing this. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. And, and so we go in, start having some beers, start having some fun. And he's one of those guys. He's glaring at you about the bag. Like, I can't <laughs> believe you tried to bring that in earlier. <laughs> Come into his living room, typical college room setup. He's got eight roommates in a three bedroom. Uh, they got a big kind of living room area with a whole bunch of couches and stuff. Come in and sit down. First thing he says when I sit down, that's Benji's seat. All right. Where's Benji at? Yeah. I was <laughs> like, all right, cool. Is he here? No, but he didn't like people sitting in a seat. And I can like, it's that feeling where it's like, all right, I got kicked out of the driveway. I got told not to bring my bag back. Now I'm getting kicked out of the seat. I See, can feel where this night is going to go. Right, right. The, the first thing, like, that's a little weird. Second thing, okay, that uh, we're off to a bad start. Third thing, like, all right, all right, you just cemented who you are. Yeah. Yep. And so, and again, I'm still like, this is night and day from this person that I met in my house. This person has become a very different human being. So I was like, all right, scoot over to the next seat. That's uh, like in the middle. And he's like, no, no, we're just, just keep going, keep going. You can sit here. Puts me in a folding chair. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I'm trying to figure out at this keep point. Keep it up, you get the beach chair. Because <laughs> he's being nice to his friend. So I'm like, I, like his friend's allowed to sit on the couch. I'm is he like not. jealous? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. That's that's what I don't want to think. I'm like, what's going on? Did I offend this guy when he was at my house? Yeah, you tried to park in his driveway, you <laughs> piece of shit. What What is possibly going on? Anyway, long story short, there's a whole bunch of little shit and, and a bunch of stuff, but it culminates. We've been there for maybe four hours. During those four hours, I've already taken two trips to the store because I feel this bad tension and I don't want to be in the room. Yeah. Oh, so you're doing that thing where everyone says, oh, we need something. You're yeah. like, first hand yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm more so. I'm like, gum? Anyone need gum? I feel like I need gum. And I go. And so I'm just going around. And uh, I go. I come back. It's about 6.30, 7 p.m. We're out ready to get going. So we're all pre-gaming. I come back with two full cases of beer. At the time, I'm not 21, but he I got says, the fake idea. leave the beer and get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not too far off. Oh, my not too far off, I come back with two full cases of beer, which, as a 19, 20-year-old college kid, that's an investment. That, I mean, that you might as well have two bags of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 you need to score that. This is a Friday. We had the Friday off classes, so we had gotten there on a Friday. I'm considering this is, I'm going to have these for the next two nights, right? And I'm going to share them, but this is going to be my, I'm going to drink this to my next two nights. These are yeah. two 30 packs. I'm yeah. going to drink these in the next two nights. I show up. Hey, guys, how's it going? Walk in, put it on the, the uh, little coffee table, sit in my assigned folding chair instead of the <laughs> wide open fucking couch and uh hey guys who wants to play uh games who wants to play some drinking games we got some stuff and he goes actually uh here because we party really hard we'd like to nap a little bit beforehand so could you please tone it down a little bit we can go nap. and i was like uh, okay cool and he goes here here was the greatest part though he's like he, he's like all right yeah so i'm uh, i'm going into my bedroom and and uh ed who's the buddy that i brought up he goes ed ed is gonna uh sleep over here on the couch and i was like okay cool um all right cool and he goes so uh, and just pauses, and I was like, so I'll make sure I stay quiet, obviously. Yeah, you guys are going to take a nap. And he's like, nah, it's just, I mean, because he's going to be napping here on the couch. And I was like, you mean my friend that I drove up an hour and a half? and I, I think he's okay if I sit here. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, it's just, it's going to be weird. So if, like, you just want to, uh. Oh, my God. And I was like, um, I guess. I would have made him say it. Um, what? <laughs> um, what? Kick me out. Here, here, was the, here was the last part. I go, okay. Oh, I begin. I guess, yeah. I'll go find him. I was like, all right. Well, actually, my fraternity has a chapter up here. I guess I'll just go uh, go see about what those guys are doing. And I go to pick up one of the beers. He goes, "Are you really going to be the guy who brings beer to a place and then takes it back?" Fuck <laughs> you. 
at that that was my point where I looked at him and I went, yeah. And I grabbed, <laughs> instead of one, both of them <laughs> went and spent the rest of the weekend at the fraternity. Oh, right? like, you didn't even go no, back. No, I was like, that was the final straw. Because he essentially, he had been a dick to me the whole time. And then he kicks me out of his house so he can nap. And as opposed drink to your me, beer. Yeah, as opposed yeah. to me sitting quietly on what his What is Ed doing couch. this whole time while he's... He's so embarrassed. The entire drive back was him being like, I am so sorry, man. I have no idea what the fuck... I-. We later figured out that the guy had a drug problem and like became oh. a totally different... It wasn't just that he was acting like a dick when I was there. He became a different person in the four-month interim between when he stayed with me. Oh, really? Yeah. There. <laughs> what, what drug? Uh, Ed ended up finding out because the next morning, so we were there on a Friday, he wakes up Saturday morning to hearing a torch going. <laughs> oh, that drug. Yeah. Well, he, to be honest, I actually don't know because it could have been crack or meth. Or he could have been building a brush clearing yeah, machine. He didn't he didn't open the door. He heard a torch going. He smelled the stuff coming out from underneath the door and he was like, Hey Brian, you all right in there? And he's like, Yeah, bro, no worries, no nothing. He came out, whacked out of his mind, flipped out on Ed for a little bit, and Ed's like, Can I come stay in your fraternity? Will they get mad? I was like, No, come on over. I have explained yeah. to we're all laughing about what an asshole your friend is. They'll like to you over here. Oh my god, Dave. That's hilarious. Dude, I don't have anything nearly on par with those stories. Those are amazing. Uh but Ryan, when you were describing just the situation up there, yeah, Tahoe. I just I couldn't help but picture. That sounded like midsummer, but they're rude instead of murderous. <laughs> just like this really weird, rude cult that just <laughs> oh. come up to our ranch and then be pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I, I know that uh, uh, these two uh, mentioned it on uh, the intro and outro to the CKY interview, but I got me a, a little uh, amateur MMA fight coming up here. Woo-hoo. And now, uh, so what, here's the event because last time I did something like this, people assumed it was a roast battle and that we were just doing these promos because uh, to make it look like a fight because, you know, everyone was a lot, it was really confused. So we are doing Comic Combat 2, yep. where comics are actually going to fight each other. Yep. So, and they got rid of all the shitty stuff we talked about before. They got rid of the inflatable rings and yeah. the inflate All the stuff that made it bad is gone, which is why, after Ryan told me you guys were going to do it this way and do it the right way, I was like, I want to be involved. Now yes. that it's a good product, <laughs> I would like to be involved. And uh, so me and Dave are also going to be involved in this. Right. Party. So what's going to be, so, so the the, uh, pre- the prelims and the undercard, if you will, is going to be comics from around town in legit 16-ounce boxing gloves with headgear. Uh-huh. They're going to duke it out. Now, the championship match is between me and Damien. <laughs> we are going four-ounce MMA gloves. We are going to do pancrase MMA. What if you don't know what that is, that is open-handed strikes. Mm-hmm. But, palm strikes. Uh, palm strikes. But everything else is as you would see at the UFC. Kicks, submissions, uh, wrestling. So we are going Watch to f- out for shoes to the balls. That's Damien's go-to. <laughs> and we're going- <laughs> it's genetic. <laughs> You're not allowed to throw your glove. <laughs> we're going to fight for the championship. That is going to be November 18th at the Clinton Club. Now, and Dave and I will be doing the announcing. Yeah. One last thing before we get out of here. Uh, Dave, you mentioned on a previous episode when you were up in Oakland, uh, your car got broken into. They took your laptop yes. and everything. We actually have, we did a little contest here. It's kind of funny. Dave, I have a list of names for you. I want you to read these names on the air here for this contest. All right, just read them out. Allison Gill, David Novin, John Grubes, Dan Bublitz, Ryan Shores, Robert Timothy, Adam Connie, Carl Prohaska. Okay. They sound like assholes. And the winner is... You, Dave, because those names are who helped me fill this envelope with cash to help you oh with God, your... Uh, you congratulations, Dave! I was going to say, that's a pretty solid lineup, too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank we, you. Thank we, you so we much. We love you, dude. Uh, bad things shouldn't happen to good people, but sometimes they do. So that's why good people have good friends. So yeah, yeah there's a few right. hundred bucks in there. And Mr. Garrett Eddings, uh, former singer of The Fiends, he said if you... Uh, 
get, hit them up and go up to Temecula. Uh, 200 of that will cover the back window. So Woo-woo. if your insurance doesn't. Otherwise, put it all towards a laptop. We would suggest you waiting till Black, till black Friday. <laughs> all right. Let's call it a day. So uh, I'm Ryan for uh, Bobby and Dave back in the chips, Callens. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Cruising with the twos. Your jokes suck. Motherfucking time is passing by